Preeti Chibber. And I'm Jen Northington, and this is Tar Valen or Bust, a Wheel of Time podcast. There can't be that many Shido, Egwene <laughs> muttered. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same, girl. Same. I was like, that's me. That's me not yeah. understanding How many of them numbers. Can it possibly be? <laughs> I just feel like that all the time now. We are rereading the Wheel of Time books in honor of the TV show adaptations release. We're talking about our favorite and not so favorite moments and digging into all things Wheel of Time. Today, we are continuing on the path of a path of daggers, path of daggers, the path of daggers, the path of daggers, path of daggers. Um, we're on chapters 11 through 17. Before we get into that, just a reminder that if you're in the Atlanta area, Jordan Con is this weekend. What? what? So soon now. Uh, you can go to jordancon.org for all of the schedule stuff. I will say, obviously, I'm excited to do our panel, our, yes. our, our, you know, Tarvalon or bus panel. Yes. And it's going to be fun to talk about season one of The Wheel of Time, which I just rewatched and have so many feelings about all over (laughs) again. Uh, But I am also going to be like the Tim Gunn figure on Project Runway Jordan Con, and I could not be more excited about that. It's all of my fandoms combining. I love it. Everything together. Everything together. (laughs) It's my favorite. I cannot wait. Maybe there will even be like some drag race in there. We'll see what people come up with. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm I'm a little stressed, but I am excited. Yes. Travel in this day and age is always a little stressful, and I'm just like, what will go wrong before Friday morning? in my flight like so many things could happen (laughs) acts of gods and nature and plagues who knows but probably I'll be there probably it'll be great it'll It'll be great uh, somehow somehow it'll work out (laughs) (laughs) all right chapter 11 is the savannah pov okay for starters I will say I like actually thoroughly enjoyed nearly everything in this section really it all felt I mean, this is with an asterisk. Okay. But it all felt like necessary. Like it Mm. felt like we were getting necessary movement. I mostly agree with the caveat that we'll get to in one of the Egwene sections. With keeping in mind that book bloat is the asterisk is for book bloat yeah okay all right but like but beyond the general like book bloat there was never anything where i was like what are you doing why (laughs) that's because we didn't have povs from perrin file 90s like all a thousand percent true like it really is all about whose pov is happening but the thing is like we get savannah and usually with savannah i'm like (laughs) but we actually got like i don't normally hate a savannah pov i I hate a savannah pov how many shido can there be how many shido can there be like i find her exhausting (laughs) but she actually felt like like i felt like there was development happening in the text finally some things are happening with her but like yeah even like character stuff though was really good i thought oh interesting i mean does she have more than one note i don't know well i think in the context (laughs) i think he did a really smart thing by giving us two povs with her in them Mm -hmm. back to back i thought that Mm -hmm. was really smart all right. Well, so she starts off, she's torturing somebody and they yeah, like, he died. Can I, can I tell you the like, setting of the mood was really 
the the air smelled of dung the air felt thick i was like damn you want us in it robert the the air also smelled of blood and burned flesh let's not forget like gross uh so yeah they are they they were just torturing and this person is like hanging from the thing Mm -hmm. and it's this man and he's died and then the i love this line um that one of the other wise ones said right where Mm -hmm. she's like i do not doubt we killed him by ignorance (laughs) yeah it's a good we line. should have let the maidens torture him why did we do this it's actually quite i really like i think part of what i like so much about this is we're seeing it's it's like seeing in action what we keep being told ah uh, yes mm-hmm. you know show don't tell yeah so that was kind of nice mm-hmm. um but the thing that's most interesting is that this is a sanshan sh- soldier yeah it's fascinating they had captured Shanchen when they like came across a party with the maidens and it is really interesting because I was like wait where are they like where the hell well, are because they because the remember Samael yes I remember but I couldn't remember places. where they were and like that there would be Shanchen and they say she says at one point they're like we should go deeper into the mountains of mist yeah I'm like okay yeah, so yeah, 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 Shanchen yeah near the mountains of mist but i refuse to look at the map hold on (laughs) i refuse (laughs) wait where are the mountains of mist i don't know oh oh yeah 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 because they're so the mountains of mist run from terabon elmora amadicia oh okay amador so they're amador so yeah they're near amador that's fine yeah like they run uh north to south right right Oh, right. They do say this on the, in literally the next paragraph. It's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> he said that two days west in Amador, like they mm-hmm. have lots of people and they're like, that's nonsense. But Savannah's I... <laughs> like, actually, probably we need to listen. She I mean, it shows sort of like also we get to see her being competent ish, right? Mm-hmm. Um, more so than she has been in the past because usually it's just like pettiness and and annoyingness because it's she's never in something she's always just discussing something Mm -hmm. um but now we have like an actual external piece of it that isn't the forsaken who's there to make her look stupid right 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 and i also really liked because i think in the back of my head i was wondering this even though i didn't say it but the aisle versus the sun like the like what would that look like Mm -hmm. and we get to see a glimpse of it of like they were clearly like really cocky and these maidens were like "Mm -hmm." (laughs) okay (laughs) you think you're hot stuff yeah which i appreciate that notion yes yeah but yeah, so they're getting all this information, but they're like, that can't be true, and that can't be true, and that can't mm-hmm. be true, and that can't be true. Like everybody. Um, and it is, it's like a standoff of the wise ones because Savannah has finally pushed things yeah. a little bit too far. Mm-hmm. Finally, it took us eight books to get here, and she has not been competent for most of them. No, I agree. <clears throat> but it is finally like, I, and it really is Samael's influence because he split them all up. And so now these wise ones don't have necessarily their people around them yeah they're all they don't have the numbers that would have guaranteed them a victory that's right and they've seen how savada was tricked by Mm -hmm. what do they call him kadar kadar um how she was tricked by him and Mm -hmm. so 
it's also interesting to see her shifting priorities because like Rand is still part of it, but it felt very like an aside where she was Mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, and Rand. Like, of course, and Rand. Obviously Rand. Right, obviously Rand. But it's now it's like, well, no, I, I want us to like pillage further and take more and look at the opportunity mm-hmm. this land is like uh giving us mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. i thought was interesting yeah so they're fighting mm-hmm. and uh and savannah's like doing damage control she's like well i suspected kadar might try to betray us and like would you really rather have stayed where we were like we have all of these people who can channel like we're fine we'll mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna find that kadar and he'll die screaming like huh. all of don't them. worry done <laughs> don't worry i've got it um and then she's like i'm not gonna stand here all day talking about this like i have things to do (laughs) and it's actually i love this like moment where she turns around and it's like what jordan's best at which is tension Mm -hmm. and they're all behind her and she like sort of remembers that she's the only one who can't channel and it's this great moment where she's just like stepping out of this like what barn or whatever they're in torturing where they were torturing this guy and she's thinking like they could do anything what was that sound are they moving are they saying something and then she like it's only like a paragraph yeah it's so good it's very good yep so she tells the maiden to bury him and everybody sort of splits up and then we get a lot of description of like the forest and the mountains and the clouds. <laughs> I have a numbers question. <laughs> oh, let's hear it. Because she said like they they start walking towards the forest and um the wise ones end up coming out finally and they're like mm-hmm. talking amongst themselves about things. Um and she hears them say there were over 300 wise ones with the Jumai. And I just keep going back to like just the sheer number I of Isle. And even like we know that not all wise ones can channel, obviously, but a mm-hmm. decent percentage yeah, a lot of, of them. them can. Yep. And so if just, just the Jumai mm-hmm. of 300, like what is the, and how many Aes Sedai did we kind of sort of figure out there were like, not they're not very many no right? not it's very many something like, like hundreds like a like, hundred to two hundred it's like yeah. something very very low <clears throat> yeah because the kinswoman far outstrips right them, there's right? like a thousand of them yeah or something like 1700 something bananas like that um that said i think my question sort of gets answered by sue later on which mm. i really appreciated in terms of like just the absurdity of the numbers of these people but what the eyes to die have is even if they don't have numbers, they have influence and they've had influence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There was a funny conversation in the discord about like how the, like the aisle, like it, they live a very violent lifestyle. So like the number of like population, like increase you'd have to have to balance out the population. <laughs> decrease. <laughs> and the same thing actually later came up for Trollocs. Uh, and it's like, I don't know if Robert Jordan has like fully thought population density through in these books, but that's no, fine. I don't fine. think so. Who cares? I don't think so at Who all. Who cares? I think he's like, what number sounds good here? Yeah. 300. 5,000. Like, I know that he was like a military expert. I and, like, know. Went I know. to like all those things. But the numbers yeah. are just. They're bananas. Bananas. They are bananas. Um, okay. So, yes. They're walking through the forest. And like the, the wise ones are there. And they're going through the tents. 
and all these things. Yeah, they've taken over this manor house. Like Savannah's mm-hmm. really into how gaudily it's painted. She's like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's like the... they've taken all these like wetlanders as Gaishan. Yeah, and, which and is not, like a total corruption of the actual meeting because they're going to be like they're functionally enslaved. Um, mm-hmm. They're never getting free. No. Um, um, they do mention they so they're talking about the sunshine again for mm-hmm. a brief moment where they're like, "How many ice did I fight for these sunshine? We we need to figure that out." And then another woman says, "I don't think it matters. I don't think they'll fight unless we attack them." Which mm-hmm. we know that to be false. Like we know they're yes. conquerors, they're colonizers. Yes. They'll come in regard if you the the thing with the isle though is that they have no land that warrants conquering. Right. Right. Well, they're, I'm not sure what you mean. Well, cause like they don't, the Isle are in the wetlands right now, but they yes. like, they don't have, they're, they're not the king or queens in a palace with like an army at Beck and they're sort of moving around. Yes. Yeah. So like they, if they fight, like the Sanshan are coming in to conquer land, right? Uh, they want And the people, obviously, yeah, they want to control yeah. the people, obviously, but it, the political, if they don't have an understanding of the aisle, the political motivation is right. broken up by lands. I see. Yeah. Well, but if they're trying to control the same area, then obviously. Yeah. But yeah. right now, the aisle are so splintered in terms of how they're handling that. Yeah. Like you have Savannah who's like, yeah, let's take over this place because we're mm-hmm. here. Right. But we don't know what the other right. no, thousands of Shido are doing. No, we don't. And then everyone else who's for Rand is doing whatever Rand wants. Right. But I think the Isle are in for a rude awakening. Uh, no doubt. So they are fighting about everything. Everything. And, and they the, still the... think that the Shanshan have eyes to die, which is not correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either. They yeah. yes, they're calling They don't the... understand the distinction yet. Which nobody's going to, I think, for a long time. Yeah, it's gonna take a minute. It's gonna take a minute. That's gonna be annoying. Yep. Whatever. Yep. Um, then we have that brotherless Kinween. Yes. Yes. Shows up who asks, I get these are the Isle who were part of sets that supported Rand, but don't believe that he is the Karakan mm-hmm. and so have gone off with the Shido, mm-hmm. but are no longer part of anything. So they call themselves the Brotherless. Right. And which... yeah. Okay. Oh, what? No, no, no. I'm just like, oh. okay. Yeah. So they're having a fight because they are trying to split the like looting basically. Mm -hmm. And they're arguing over who gets how much. Yeah. And uh, Savannah is like, oh, the wise ones will give judgment. She says these these six wise ones will handle it. Right. That's what she says. Mm -hmm. Um, Which she's very specifically, I think, deciding to separate them that we which we find out in a minute. Yes. Yeah. Um, and she is like, you know, recusing herself for theoretical conflict of interest. And she's really she's doing politics. Um, and she like kind of promises Kin Huin that like they'll decide in favor of the brotherless, mm-hmm. um, which obviously the wise ones are not like super just about being. No, told. they don't love that. They don't love that. Um, and then she met she like basically is doing this to like you said, politicking. Mm-hmm. And then she walks away and she's thinking about this thing that she has tucked into her skirt. Mm-hmm. And she has made references throughout this 
POV about how it doesn't matter that she can't channel. Soon mm-hmm. everybody will know. She still has this thing, blah, blah, blah. Then when we find out what it is, I was like, okay. <laughs> Why? I like, I get it, but I don't. Yeah, I think I, I mean, I get it. I get it. Um, I get it to an extent, but she's putting like a lot of stock into it. Well, yeah, that's true. right. Yeah. Um, I so thought then, it was a different thing, personally, honestly. I thought, anyway. So I didn't know what, well, yes, yeah. I also thought it was a different thing. Yes. Um, But yeah, because, so we, <laughs> well, we'll talk about it in a second. So we, then, then we move. Right. We switched to a Galena POV, um, which cool fine uh it's nice to see her getting her just desserts because galena is awful terrible yeah and this is where like i think he it's smart that we get galena for this scene in particular to see the sort of like fracturing from an outside like perspective of savannah's control Mm -hmm. so she is being tortured by the maidens it's very bad and uh she is just like trying so desperately not to break um mm-hmm. and thinking about like you know how she'll make them pay and she's yep. all gonna do these things and she can't tell if she's like crying or screaming and finally they put her down and savannah has arrived um and she is savannah's basically like if you will do this thing you can I will I will protect you like I will make them stop torturing you because you can... she's not even Gai Shan she's no exactly that's that that's hung yeah yeah so you and can so be Gai like, Shan if you can you be Gai Shan swear to me mm-hmm. and Galena's like, like yeah <laughs> obviously yeah I would have done this the first day <laughs> yes exactly and then Savannah's like mm, ho, 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 actually you'll be <laughs> using this and then she pulls out an, an oath rod yeah yeah and that's the thing that she's been holding on to right. I did like that we sort of get the difference from and another reason we want Galena is that so she can think about the oath rod at the tower yes and the difference is this one has 111 in numerical on it and mm-hmm. the one at the tower has three which people think is for the three oaths but it's clearly not and we know that Samael gave this to her mm-hmm. um and we also know that like Samael and I guess it was Grendel had this whole conversation about how like that's not what it's actually for like the thing that they're using it for is not actually what it's for yeah it just was surprising that this was the thing that Savannah was like oh yeah yeah like, but you have to get the person into a position of such weakness that they will swear on it. But I mean, that's just part of her like pathology is that she's like convinced that she can get know, anybody to do anything. Like yeah. I thought it was going to be more along the lines of like the collar and bracelet. Same. Yeah. 1000% was like, wait. Yeah. Nynaeve threw that in the ocean, right? Right. But, like right. maybe there's another one. Yeah. So that would also irritate me. No, it would be terrible. So I like, I prefer this, honestly. I, yes. Agreed. Um, But then, so, you know, Galena is about to swear fealty specifically to Savannah when mm-hmm. a bunch of the wise ones show up and are like, oh, what's this happening And she being, being led by this woman, Therava. Mm-hmm, who Galena is terrified of. Yes. Like fully fully, fully terrified. terrified yeah 
Um, and it's clear that Thereva is like sort of the leader of the faction who is going up against Savannah and mm-hmm. is like very she's like very she's like a little bit like an evil Soraleia, it seems like. Yes, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> right. Is it and they she was part of the whole like murder, a wise mm-hmm. one with the power to like exact you know, exacerbate tension, yeah, and get the other wise ones to fight at Dumai's Wells. Um, and Savannah is like losing those people, and mm-hmm. a big part of it is Thereva. Uh, and they were supposed to be off deciding this question about the brotherless and like who gets what looting shares of what. And they're like, oh, yeah, we handled that like not in their favor. All side note. Um, well, they did get it in the favor, but they received it. She said they 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 were told they received it in spite uh, of your attempt right. to sway us. Right. Not because of. So Savannah <laughs> won't get any um, yeah, credit, any of the political credit she was counting on. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, it's, oh, <laughs> it's just good. It is good. So Galena's watching them sort of politic at each other. Mm-hmm. But they mention, um, like, Therava is like, you don't have to use that oath rod. Like, I'll break her and mm-hmm. she'll do it without any sort of, like, toy that Kadar gave you. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about these things. And Galena sort of, like, picks up on the mention of, like, traveling boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, traveling, though, I think is just a step away from literally everyone being able to do I mean, it. truly. And especially in this section, we see that, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she thinks, and she thinks the traveling box are real. We know they're not. It doesn't matter. The point yeah. is, uh, Galena is like, no, 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 don't give me back to Thurava. Like, let me swear the thing. I will swear on this thing. Yeah. And um, Thurava's like, shh great but you have to swear to like that swear better be to two of us mm-hmm. like the two of us will be first and then everyone else yes yeah 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 so 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 she swears this oath that she will obey the wise ones and first and second savannah and Thurava. She does lean into like the, like he's really leaning into how similar they are, except for this one difference, because we get this like the light of Sadar started her in the flow spirit, touched the numerals numerals at the end of the rod, just as was done with the oath rod. Mm-hmm. So we're getting these like, which seems so pointed that it feels like they must be drastically different. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like we're gonna at some point see the ramifications of the swear on something you're not supposed to use in that. Well, it's interesting too because um Galena notes like if it is a second oath rod, it can also be used to remove oaths. Mm-hmm. That That's she's also true. Swearing. And we know that Galena is black Aja, so the three oaths don't apply to her anymore anyway, but she mm-hmm. swore other oaths and we don't know how they swear those oaths. Yeah, that's true. So like there's oaths on oaths on oaths here. Like is <laughs> what's happening. <laughs> I know, I love this stupid line. It's like she no longer believed in the light. Yeah. You're like, okay evil yeah <laughs> and she feels the oath settling on her she mm-hmm. was hoping it wasn't real but it, it feels but it definitely real. is definitely and then she finds herself like answering questions against her will like mm-hmm. you know compelled functionally to do whatever 
Um, and then Thurava takes the oath rod from yeah. Savannah, and Savannah like freaks out. She's like, "That's mine!" I know. It's like very Gollum. It is. It's very <laughs> Gollum. And Thurava's like, "No, we've had some meetings without you, and we've come to some decisions. Like, you are not a wise one. You keep saying you're a clan chief, so we're going to treat you like a clan chief, mm-hmm. which means you need an advisor, which is going to be me." <laughs> And like there, I was like, so uh, number one, we need to move. Yeah. Savannah's like, just like, I hate this journey for me. I'm not I know. About this. Savannah like tries to get around what she can. Like, um, there, I was like, we should go into the mountains of mist, mm-hmm. like go north. And Savannah's like, fine, we'll move, but we're going east. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, God. Fine. Oh. <sighs> And then, but then she has this threat. Um, because Therava's like, fine, we'll go east, but you have to remember, like, you know, clan chiefs have lived to regret rejecting a wise mm-hmm. woman's advice too often. You may as well. Yep. And Savannah's like, you remember, if I'm left for the vultures, so will you be. I have made assurance of that. Like, yeah. what assurances? What, assurances? what is her secret plan? So many secret plans. So many secret plans. So more secret plans happening. More secret plans. All the time. Galena is just kind of like trying to catalog all of this, like in case Mm -hmm. she might someday be able to use it. Yeah. Um, Of course, then we see the weather change from their perspective. And it starts snowing. And everyone's like, what is happening? All the Mm -hmm. aisles, because they've never seen snow before. Right. And we did get this, like, did we know that one, there was a Supreme Council of <laughs> no. the Black Asha. I was like, whatever, Galena. Galena's like, like I am on the Supreme Council of the Black Asha. Sure. Sure, Jan. <laughs> like, whatever. Oh, it was really funny. <laughs> and that's about it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, like, fight over who's going to take Galena to get a new robe. Yeah, but, like, I mean, whatever. it's just, it's functionally done at that point. Yeah. Uh, okay, then chapter 12, we get a Grendel POV. I know, we're just getting so many villain POVs until we but get I a Grendel. But I also, like, didn't, I didn't hate, hate it. this no, one. I, I liked it. it. Yep. Because it's, what's, we're finally, because Samuel is off the board, yeah. we're finally getting, and he was on the board and sort of the focus of this, like, secret plan for so mm-hmm. long mm-hmm. that everything feels, like, a little bit fresh. I think yeah, it's true because <laughs> it was like he was this blocker and now that he's out of the way mm-hmm. everything else can move yeah um so I, Grendel- I will say yes. because I was on record as not believing that he was actually dead because we didn't see him die like we dead. saw the fog roll through well Grendel also thinks he's dead mm-hmm. I am still not a hundred percent convinced for the record I am not I am not convinced fair but I am more like I'm more like 75, 25 than, okay. I, than I was like in the other direction. Fair. fair so fair, Grendel fair. is very sure that Samael is dead. Yeah. Grendel is like convinced because she went in and was like stealing shit from his room. Yes. yes. <laughs> She's like, I'll take all these nice things that'll make me more comfortable from the age of yes. legends because we live in a primitive time. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's very important um, to have, you know, creature comforts. Yeah. And she's also forging a letter mm-hmm. um, to Lord Ituralda. Do we? Who is? Oh that? wait, I'll look him up in the app. Thank you. I Who's meant to look him up guy? and I forgot. 
Who um, is it? I just don't care anymore. Every time there's a name, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> but this, I just want to know, like, because she's she's creating all in the service of creating chaos. So, like, literally, he is pretending... the commander of Arad Doman's army. He is among the best military commanders in the entire world. Okay, so this we don't know what is in the note, but no. she is having the note sent and pretending that it was found on a um a lady. Uh, yeah, a, a messenger, basically, who was yes. killed. Um, attacked by a gray man. And oh, the right, mess- attacked and by a gray man. And her person is supposed to make sure there's human blood on it. Yes. So there's, like, some kind of, like... Plot. Plot happening to... Co- and it's literally just to create chaos. Like, that's what she says. Which right. is awesome. Um, then I loved this little thing. Mm. So, like... She's sitting there and she's like thinking about like, okay, like, um, I've done that. This is good. Like, I don't want anyone to know I was attached to Samael and I don't think anyone knows. So that's great. And then there's like slash of silver appears at the far end of the room and there's like a chime. <laughs> and we find out that that was like the civilized way of traveling. <laughs> like you announced yourself yeah. and you didn't come in until someone sent the answering chime. Right, I was like, right. this is amazing. <laughs> I loved that so much. It's a great detail. What a wonderful little detail of like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we did these things, but it was it was just like functional. People weren't just like popping up in each other's face all the time. Like we figured out a functional way to teleport Mm -hmm. in a way that didn't like ruin people's days. Oh, this is wild though. So the yeah. time, like she answers the door basically mm-hmm. and it's Mogedian and somebody else. Some new person. Some new person. Or is it? Who I knows? Know. I was like, who's got silver hair? I don't know. Named Sindane. Sindane. Uh, Mogedian and Sindane come in and Grendel assumes she recognizes Mogedian, obviously. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know who this other woman is. So she's like, oh, it's one of Mogedian's whatevers. Like, it's not a big but deal. But like, Sindane yeah. means last chance. Yeah. <laughs> so it's clearly someone I feel like who has been reincarnated. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not one of the Gars, but it's somebody else who's but like, someone else. Somebody else is having a situation. And, and she's very strong in the power. Yeah. And, and it becomes clear in a minute that she's the other, like, person that Morgan yeah. has the, what, I forget what it's called. The, the control the box. cage thing. The cage, yeah. Mind the, cage? Yeah, the mind cage. She's Some the mind. other mind cage yeah, 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 yeah. person. And so, yeah, Mogedian introduces her. She says, we're working together. She doesn't mm-hmm. say anything else about it. And Grendel's like, uh, what's up? What's, what, when, why the visit? Mm-hmm. I did love this moment where Sindane, I feel like the like we're getting clues in the way she acts, but I don't mm. know enough. But like, because she sees one of Grendel's like compelled, compelled, like the two servants. Mm-hmm. And she says, what interesting can you find in them when you destroy anything that might make them interesting? Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. Land fear? No, I don't know. No, it can't be. Can it? No. I don't know. I mean, I guess. Um, but she says like, Sindane says, yes. did you know that Samael is dead? Right. And Grendel's like... <laughs> <laughs> She's like, maybe I Maybe. Suspected. Maybe. 
Oh, it's so good. It is good. So they're like playing, like trying not to like show, she's trying not to show her hand to mm-hmm. these people. Um, And she's like, you know, he always was like trying to get me to help him. Like he was all up in my business. Um, I assumed something dire happened to him since I stopped hearing from him. Like, Mogedian, <laughs> where did you find this charming young woman? Because she keeps noticing that like Sindane is the one talking. And so mm-hmm. Grendel just keeps directing her comments to Mogedian specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, what is this? Like, yeah. what play is this? Because then the girl's like, oh, no, I am in charge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mogedian's then- in trouble. Yeah. Well, but first she has to have you paid attention to the weather. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Sindane is like, oh, you need to talk to me, not to mm-hmm. anybody else. Um, and and Sindane name drops Moradine. Mm-hmm. And Grendel's like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is going on? And there's this like mini fight where mm-hmm. Mugedian's like, Yeah, maybe for now. Yeah. Um, but then she's like starts freaking out. Like she like shutters and mm-hmm. like Sindane does the same thing after she's like yeah Mogedian's in trouble whatever and then we freaking find out yeah Mordine is the name we've right. yeah because she's like who the fuck is Mordine and Sindane says Morden is named Bliss. Like, and what? the great lord wants you to serve him too. What? Mic drop. Like, wh- when did that happen? When Grendel goes, a man I've never heard of. <laughs> the name the great lord's region on earth. I was like, yeah, you mean Grendel. Same yeah. page. What? I mean, we've heard of him. I know, but, but like, like. And we know that he can touch the right. the dark one's power and we know it's that he has like... the black flex and he has all these mind cages i mean he was obviously very powerful but still we've been hearing so much about like no i'm gonna be nameless no yeah. i'm gonna be nameless to give it to moradine and moradine <laughs> he was a dark horse turns out <laughs> uh okay so and she's like absolutely not i will not be serving him like i serve the great lord and nobody else the end mm-hmm. um <laughs> and then this is great this whole like scene is great because she basically is like they're still fucking with me yeah like i'm not doing this so she puts this like little me like mini threat in like is like you should leave but like be careful not to trigger any like mm-hmm. traps that i have and then everything goes like mogedian channels everything goes dark and i love this like instantly grendel flung herself from mm-hmm. the chair so as not to be where they had last seen her and she's channeling as she moves mm-hmm. and like she like basically puts them under compulsion like mm-hmm. in like a split second and i was like oh man i've never liked grendel more no this same. Is great it's good stuff it's good stuff um and so she does these really strong nets of compulsion mm-hmm. and it works like i was like oh is it gonna work Ooh. My book just went to sleep. Okay, it's back now. Um, <laughs> the dangers of e-readers I know. that are magnetic. Uh, so yes, so um, the women are both compelled, but... And they're just saying the same thing. They're like, no, we're here. He's the nebulous. We're here yeah. to bring you to Mordine's service. And like Grendel, like it makes her like really uneasy. And then all of a sudden the true source goes away. The power <laughs> vanishes. And like freaking that Mirdral, what's his name? Shadar, Shadar Haran. Yeah, Shadar Haran shows up in like the creepiness. Ooh. He's so creepy where he's like, mm, the great lord figured that you probably wouldn't believe them. <laughs> yeah. 
And she's like, what the hell? And I guess I feel like I thought everybody had met Shadar Haran at this point, but I guess she has not. So we have to hear how much all over again, how he's not like other murderers. The only thing I liked about that was like, yeah, it's creepy, whatever. But this note of like Agonar had thought that the murderers were not quite in the world in the same oh, yeah, way everywhere as everything else slightly out of phase of time and reality and mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's interesting like whenever yeah. you know i'm <laughs> a million years ago it feels like when we talked about those portal stones and how yeah. he gets a little sci-fi with things sometimes mm-hmm. it's just it, it like i think it adds a layer of interest totally. to these otherwise like creepy villains but like whatever right yes i don't fully understand though so like if moradine is the dark one's regent mm-hmm and Shadar Haran is his hand in this world. When you stand before me, you stand before him. So are they like both? Like both Mordine and Shadar Haran? Yeah, they're are... like the two most powerful right? flunkies. At and the they're, but they're both like his representatives on... It's weird. It was a little like, I was like, you guys just set you... Mordine is up at this thing. Like, it's weird to bring this other guy in. I think it could be like you can have the COO and the CEO, you know, kind of situation. Like again with <laughs> yeah, the dark fair. one hierarchy, like it's fair. you know separate spheres of influence, probably I just, um, I that did... overlap occasionally because we saw Shadar Haran deliver Mogedi in two yes. So, but it just feels strange. I think from a writing perspective, even it mm. feels a little convoluted where it doesn't need totally. To be. It could be clearer. I agree. It could be, it could clearer. be clearer. Yes. Uh, yeah, so, so, um, so Grindel, of course, is always like willing to do the thing that saves her. So she's like, all right, I, what do, what, what would you like me to call you? Shall I call you great master? Like what title would you prefer? And he starts laughing. He's like, yeah, you're smart. All right. Okay. (laughs) Cause it is like, she has this whole paragraph where she's like, she's afraid, but she knows how to use that. And she knows what to do. And like, yeah. She gets this like, oh, I guess the Great Lord is taking a more direct hand. <laughs> but she doesn't say anything about the note that she's just Mm-mm. sent because she's like, that's probably still in line with what he wants. <laughs> right, I'm creating chaos. That was a whole book ago, though, Grendel. Like, you are behind the times. <laughs> You're behind the times. You're We're behind. on the path of daggers now. That's right. <laughs> it's no more Lord of Chaos. <laughs> so she now has to go visit Mordine, which is going to be terrible. Yes. Um, yeah. Good time. All right. Now, Cat Swain. Cat Swain. Woo. And we're getting the weather is now fully in swing. Like, yep. there's no more, like, did they imagine that it was cooler? No, we've like, got no, no, snow. it's cold. We've got, like, yeah, wind and hail and rain and mm-hmm. the whole nine yards. Every the weather has changed officially. Um, and so I did. So, Cat Swain's in this like coach. Uh, with a few other sisters and they're walking and she's like sort of like looking around to see what's going on and everyone's astounded by the weather <laughs> and there's this mi- like in the middle of the street a towering ailment so gaping at the sky in disbelief while it while the drizzle soaked him so absorbed that a daring cut purse slipped away his belt <laughs> pouch in what world i know in it's ridiculous it's world? absurd it's absurd i just want to point out that that could have been anything it should have been a soldier it should have been yeah yeah Someone like that, any other reason that he's distracted? Like, I well, feel like, no, no, I mean, I guess to the aisle, have they ever had rain? They may never have had no, rain. he's amazed, but I still think it's stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's stupid. Who I sees agree. an aisle and is like, I'm gonna steal that guy's purse? <laughs> an idiot, truth, truth. Um, all right, so she's in this coach and she's with 
Dagian, mm-hmm. who is a white, right? Yep. And Kumira. Kumira, who's a brown. And Dagian is basically like, it has to be the hand of someone in opposition to the Dark One who changed the weather. Yes. Logically. Logically. Is, I was like, okay. yeah, you're right. It was. <laughs> and Kumira's like, I need proof. Yeah. None yeah. of these theories. <laughs> right. And they're bickering over everything. Um, and Katsuine, like, doesn't care. She's like, I have things to do. I did and... love, like, this moment where Kimura's like, hey, why don't you figure out this stuff about the sisters held by the aisle? Mm-hmm. And Katsuine, for, a, I know, like, her reasoning is not good, yes. but I was like, finally someone yes. said it. Yeah, she's like, I, they deserve whatever happens to them. Yes. And for her, it's because they screwed up her plans. Yes. But I did appreciate her being like, they deserve it. Mm-hmm. And her being like, to achieve her goal, she would have done whatever. She, she Basically, this whole section is her being like, I'll do whatever. Right? Yeah. To achieve her goal, she would have run the entire white tower through the streets naked. How could she concern herself with the discomfort of women who might have ruined everything? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, and she's like, honestly, I would have given them to the aisle if yeah. I had gotten here first. Like, forget them. Do what I asked you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, like, sends them off to do whatever. So she's going to the palace. And, uh, oh, and that, so they, they make a big deal. He makes a big deal out of her, like, touching her ornaments from her bun. I know. I, I also and underlined I, that. I, I was like, those are Ungriel of some kind. Like, those sure, are clearly Ungriel. something. They're something. Um, but Kimura and Daigian, they're still with her. They go with her to the palace. Do they? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought they, um, I thought because she Because they get, she has them, no, no, no. She has them go Oh, you're right, with, you're right, you're right. Because they can sit there quietly and just, like, yes, observe. And, yes. Because nobody notices them, basically. Right. Like, they're spies. Yeah. Oh, yes. For Katsuane. That is, that is their role. With the other Aes Sedai, we should say. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get to the palace in mm-hmm. Kerhian. Yes, in Kerhian. And there's a lot of, like, description. Oh, my God. So much. Which doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, like, where is everybody? <laughs> they're given a free day. Blah, 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 blah. Like, who cares? Yeah. Um. So the... Some of the other Aes Sedai basically take, like, it's, like, Marana and Bera and, mm-hmm. like, somebody else um, who take Kimura and Dag- Dagan off with them. Mm-hmm. And Katsuin asks the, like, housemistress, and she's like, is there somewhere I can do my embroidery? Yeah. <laughs> Which made me laugh really hard. Totally. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, and we find out that, like, everybody is being very deferential to Katsuane for new reasons. Like, mm-hmm. she already had a lot of sway among the Aes Sedai. But now... But now, everybody's like, she saved Randall Thor. Which and, is not true. Which is not true. But, like, she's like, I'm not going to tell them I didn't do that. No, because so, it, like, it gives her more power. Right, so the Isle are, like, treating her differently. Like, some of the, you know, servants and householders mm-hmm. are treating her differently. Like, everybody's like, oh, that's the woman who saved, you know, Randall Thor. Yeah, because it gives her freedom of movement. Yes, um, and more respect than the mm-hmm. other sisters. So mm-hmm. she gets to this room and then she asks the housemistress to tell Alana to come see her. Yes. And then we get this like description. I did love this like, line where she's like, 
she like asks her and then she's like thinking about the carry in and like people thinking what did she mean what she meant whatever mm-hmm. and then she says she had tripped up any number of clever people who had not believed she meant exactly what she said yes. and i was like okay Perrin. i know <laughs> i saw i saw that too i was like oh yeah we've seen that in action <laughs> it's a great strategy when everybody's like trying to like triple guess you just like say exactly what just you mean what and you let mean. them do all the work um, so yeah, she's taking out an actual embroidery. Piece yeah, we get this description doing. of this thing that she's working on, which is like, you didn't. Why? Why are you going so hard on this I embroidery? Know, I know um, because it's the major image on her piece of embroidery was finished. A man's hand clutching the ancient symbol of the Aes Sedai. Cracks ran across the black and white disc, and this and there was no telling where the hand was trying to hold it together or crush it. She knew what she intended, but time would tell what was truth. Like, damn, girl. All right. It would be a disturbing piece when completed. (laughs) And then she's like set all of her little trinkets out on Mm -hmm. her table and like everything is done to a purpose like this like you know this little box has a mirror on the lid and so and it's angled so behind her she can see that Alana's like standing in the door trying to decide whether or not to come in um and she's got all of these things arranged to give her a leg up Mm -hmm. functionally can't say that Katsuin isn't like on top of her shit no she's super on top of her shit she is like extremely thoughtful about every action that she takes yes um yeah very deliberate so she's like come in alana mm-hmm. like as if she just knew that she was there <laughs> and it's alana is sort of like this was a, this is where like the book bloatiness comes in a little bit because yeah. it's like we know all of this well and alana's character again is so stagnant like she yes, is still exactly. like hysterical most of the time she's still repeating the same talking points that we've heard a thousand times about why she what she did and like we are we should be past this by now Agreed. there should be anything else going on with her she's basically like this is clearly a conversation they've had before mm-hmm. where she's like i don't have anything new to tell you i don't know what to yeah. tell you he's full of rage and pain and suspicion mm-hmm. and that's it yeah. and then she's like you would have done it too yeah and katwin's like she might have like to herself Ugh, we get this whole note again where she compares it to rape and she's like but i probably would have done it and you're like great things Thanks but i will say i think here though i think it is in the context of like if the end of the world is at stake katswain is willing for once like i think for someone like this character it actually makes sense to like show we're seeing like beats of how far she'd be willing to go yeah except that we've had this exact line from like three other people at this point so it has lost but all it, i know but what sucks me. is I just that hate it works hearing it it sucks because i think it works in the context of her and only her yeah but we have we've had it ruined like three other because times. it's been taken by other people mm-hmm. the other things that were didn't work because it just felt like what the well, hell? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's it because it, to me she doesn't stand out from any other Aes Sedai in this regard. They're all willing to do whatever no, the fuck I, they well, have to do to get that what they want. All of but them. that's not true. Well, they that's say it. Cadswain though is the only one where we see it to be true. Well, Moiraine, but she's obviously not around. Even Moiraine though, I wonder. To an extent, in terms of like how ugly would Moiraine be willing to get? Because Cad Swain, I think the the difference is is that she is presented in an ugly way, and then is like, yeah, and what, <laughs> right? Like, fair. I'm just saying, it doesn't. Like there's feel... no noble. There's no noble yeah. like nobility. Well, to... we don't know. We don't well, know. 
it's not presented in yes. such a fashion yes. ever. Yeah. Whereas Moiraine was pretty consistent. She's on a noble quest. Like I am on yeah. a noble quest. Catwoman's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, this is necessity. Yeah. Period. Yeah. But because he's overused it, yep. it doesn't hit as hard as it should in this section where other pieces do hit very yeah. hard. Uh, all right. So yes. So Alana is like, I will keep you informed. And then <laughs> I love this Cerulea show. Yes. This is so good. It's so good. So good. She's like, are you done with Alana yet? Like I need her. <laughs> and we have this moment with Katsuin being like, she had not met many people she considered formidable, but mm-hmm. Cerulea was one. Yeah, and we also get this line. She also suspected the woman was as old as she was, maybe older than that. She had never expected to find. And age has come up time and time again. And mm-hmm. one of these days, yes. and it got me thinking about like, okay, we know the kin are super old. So the wise ones the must, wise ones the must also be super old. And then mm-hmm. what's special about Cad Swain that she's older than everybody else? Yeah. Questions. Yep. Um. So before they kind of get into it, into it, you know, um, uh, Alana Lee's Karuna shows up for a second and yes. they have this like back and forth about learning or like whatever mm. and Katsuin is like do you really think she will learn your waves of we- weaving sidar and we get this sort mm-hmm. of explanation of how the Aes Sedai work and how the wise ones work um, and how it's hard to unlearn something you've already been learned and learning a new way to do a yeah. weave Right. That you've already known. And we get some stuff about the hand movements too. Yeah, we do. It's interesting, which I feel like having just rewatched the show, I was like, oh, that's where the show I did think about that. We really didn't see that much in the text prior to this point. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, there's a, and we get this explanation of like, they are so reliant on the hand gestures as part of what they learn that they can't do certain things without them. But Um, it's, but I think the way Cadswain presents it, which I think is, it makes sense is that they're not part of the weave, but they also kind of are because of how it was taught. Right. Right. So we get some lore. We get some lore. Yeah. It's interesting. And so they start to have this like conversation, which is amazing where Mm -hmm. Katsuin is like trying, they're like both clearly like playing chess with each other. Yes. Um, And Soralea is like, you know, it's, not to be shitty, but I said I like give an oath and then seem to spend like all their time time like trying to right. get out of it. And then Katsuin is sort of like because she's talking about Alana, because she's like, how can mm-hmm. we punish her and harm her if it's gonna hurt right. Rand? Yes. And Katsuin's like, hmm, should I? Yeah. <laughs> like she was like, so I guess a lot of crime is not a secret. So right. should I give this woman like she gave me information? Should I give her something back? Mm-hmm. And she basically throws a lot under the bus. Yeah. And it's like he's not gonna know. Yeah, he doesn't really matter what he'll you do. know. She's uncomfortable, but it doesn't but like, like he's not gonna feel it. He's, he's not, not gonna, gonna feel it. it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. Yep. And then Cerulea is like, yeah, okay. Like, and she starts, you know, they're, they're, they each like, they're, I'm going to walk a little bit further yeah, now because you've so given good. me something back. So Cerulea is like, yeah, we thought, you know, once we would steer Rand in this way, but now like I have to do things completely different because he has just, you know, come so far and changed so much. Well, she, she actually blames it on themselves right yes because she says like most men will take what is offered if it seems attractive and pleasant we thought rand was like that 
And now it's too late for us to change the path we walked. Like he suspects whatever is offered. Mm -hmm. Now, if I want him to accept something, I have to pretend I don't want him to have it. So she like understands Mm -hmm. like for once is not just blaming on him being a man. She's like, we, we misread that. Yeah. Yeah. Like we fucked that up. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And Catwoman's like, oh man, she wants an alliance. Yes. (laughs) This is so good. It's amazing. And it's great because they talk about, um, she asks, do you believe a man must be hard or strong? And we Mm. know Rand has like, I have to be hard. Mm -hmm. Just instantly like that is his refrain. Mm -hmm. And Soralea is like, well, strong endures and hard shatters. And I was Mm -hmm. like, this is the best. It's an amazing conversation because she says too, he needs to be strong and makes himself harder instead. Mm -hmm. Um, And he has to relearn. Um, he has to find and- laughter and tears again. Yes. Oh, my heart broke. And they make like a pact. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, wait. So before that happens, yeah. Um, Cerulea is like, okay, Katsuin and I are like clearly on the same page. I'm going to give her one more thing. And she's like, so here's this weave that you might not know but that it's we know. Traveling. <laughs> And Cerulea, it's fascinating. She's not strong enough to actually do it, mm-hmm. but she knows the weave and can do it to yeah. show it, which is like another kind of lore demonstration bit. Yeah. Um, and Catherine's like, oh, oh, OMG, <laughs> traveling. Like, best what? day ever. Best day ever. And so now they give, so Cerulea, like, has deliberately, this is genius, put Katsuin in her debt because Katsuin's like, I don't have anything There's to give nothing. you that can compare There's to that. nothing. And Cerulea's like, I know. <laughs> um, And so she's like, I offer you a water oath. Yeah. Uh, By this, we are bound to one, and we are bound as one to teach Randolph our laughter and tears. Mm-hmm. Oh, and and so Katzine is like hedging her bets. Still, she's like, I don't know if her aims are the same as mine, but clearly, like, we're headed in the same direction. And if mm-hmm. it branches off the end, like, so be it. I loved yep. this. I did oh, love this. It was so, so good. good. It was such it was a so wonderful good. like. This is what I mean about this section. Like, there's some pieces yeah. of it that you're like, I didn't need that, but overall, yes. we get so stuff. much good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, then Rand. Now Rand. Now this is we are a little bloaty. It's a it little was, bloaty. Yeah, I thought it was very bloaty. Uh yeah. it's this I also is the first was like, time where we're is seeing he? Him, oh, right. Though, He's right? an alien. Yes. It's the first well, it's the first time we've seen him in this book. Is that right? Maybe. I think so. It seems possible. I also had to check because it feels like we were talking about this earlier before recording, but this is the shortest book. Yes. And so I keep putting things that happened in the last book into right. this one, even right. though they didn't. It's wild, um, too, because we're now, like, what, halfway through this book, we still haven't seen Matt. Like, I don't think we're going to see Matt in this book. This is the first we're seeing. That's, there's no way. We can't go a whole book without Matt. Really? I don't know. Oh, my God. That's terrible. I feel I like that. that's something that, thought. that he would do. No. I feel like I Robert think... Jordan would be like, yeah, he got hit with a wall. Please? Here's one line no. that Egwene has about a premonition. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Ugh. All right. Well, all right. I never thought the day would come where I would be like, more Matt. Like the the things I thought I knew about myself when we started this reread. I have remained where we consistent. Are <laughs> I am the same person. You are the same person. It's true. <laughs> 
All right. So we're with Rand. He is an alien. This is probably the first-ish time that we've seen him in this book, as far as yes. we can recall. Um, and he is with, of course, a bunch of royals. Because we get a bunch of like, oh, oh now aliens. Him. Yeah. Aliens in the mix, and everybody hates yeah. everybody. Everybody hates everybody. Carrion and Tear. I um, this line though, where um, he's like thinking about you know the wounds in his side. Mm-hmm. He's holding oh, yeah, the yeah, power. Yeah. And, and he's got the crown on his head and he, none of it is really getting through to him. And he says, even the filth woven through Satan seemed less obtrusive right. than it was. Yes. And I was like, yikes, like that's a bad development. Bad, bad that can't sign. be good. Not that good. Can't be good. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. No oh, longer worth notice. No, like, not, not, no great. Bad. not great. So um, they're staring off at this, like there's a group of, you know, people, 3,000 well, men. The army that Samael had yes. pulled together has like sort of splintered yeah. now that he's dead. And so they're just all these like bands all over Ilya now. Mm-hmm. And this is one that they've come upon. Yes. Um, they're hunting them down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a couple thousand. Just a couple thousand. Just a couple thousand. No big deal. And um, Rand is back to doubting whether Luz Theron was, was ever there, which I was like, wait, didn't about? we resolve this? Like, Yeah, because Min was Min, like... Yes, Min had the vision. And he's like, oh, thank God, I'm not yeah. crazy because you but told me. Now we're back to like, oh, yeah. was he ever there? Am I mad? Am I not mad? And you're like, wait, what? I thought we moved I beyond I feel like this. there's a way Jordan could have done this without bringing it back to that. that like, he yes. still could have felt that like someone's behind him. It could make him think of Luz Theron. He could be like, where the fuck is Luz Theron? Like, what made him go away? But it doesn't away. need to be this, like, yeah. Was he ever there? Because we know. Yes. Thanks to Min, yeah. he knows Luz Theron was there. Yes. So, so little... I didn't love that. We do get this note about the colors swirling out mm-hmm. of sight again, which we don't know what that is yet. Yeah, we don't know what that is. Uh, so he's like. Lots of fire and ice and death talk. Yeah, well, yeah, inevitably. Um, so Rand is like, I will go talk to them myself. Mrs. Dalloway would get the flowers herself. Rand is going to go <laughs> talk to the bandits himself. <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's a weird reference to pull in no, but that's what it made good. me think of it's um, good it's good that's what this uh, show is all about we bring our very disparate <laughs> little Virginia Wolf into it. for you um so yeah he's like I'm gonna go talk to them myself or myself and everyone freaks out <sighs> like they come and they're like making they're like goading each other and they're trying yes. to tell him that he can't and blah blah and Rand's getting more and more irritated mm-hmm. uh, this guy Gregorin comes up this made me laugh because I have a typo in my book <laughs> where where uh, he says, um, or no, sorry, this guy, Mark Holen, because mm. he says Mark Holen was old enough to remember when Tarn Alf- Althor. Oh, oh, it's one of those, captain. like, it turns an R and M into yeah, an R-N. It's yes. R-N. And I was like, because yeah. I read it and I was like, who the fuck is Tarn Althor? <laughs> Am I supposed be. to know this? <laughs> I highlighted that because I was like, wait. Pam Althor was like in charge also of that. shit in Alien. Like, were we supposed to know that? I th- he says it like just as an aside, yeah, like, like something we were supposed to remember or I'm... know like deeply. Like, okay. But whatever. Um, but Rand just sort of like it's just a lot of the leaders doing that. I don't so, it's to, like, politicking. Time on it, no, right? we don't have it's to spend time on it. Because, you know, it's this classic, like, they're so busy disagreeing with Rand that they agree with each other which then horrifies them yeah they yeah, hate yeah. each other blah 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 and blah. then Rand finally goes did I ask for opinions yeah. I was like that's amazing pretty good it's so good and everyone like shuts up immediately <laughs> mm-hmm. um and 
<laughs> people are like kind of freaking out. And so Rand is like, I'm going to go. I'm going to bring Gregorin and Marcolin. And then he calls for Deshiva and Hopwell, who are two mm-hmm. of the Ashaman. Yes. Um, and he's thinking about being like steel. Yeah. How hard he has to be. He has to calling be so, back so to hard. Yeah. Um, we get a, a reference to Alana while the like the Ashaman are coming up. There's a lot of dropping of the like, oh, everybody knows that Satan drives men mad and this is yeah. what Jashiv is doing and this is what this person is doing that makes everybody nervous. Mm-hmm. And that's going to continue throughout. And this then we section. we continually get also that feeling of someone staring um, mm-hmm. at the back of his head of like touching him. Mm-hmm. Um and then everybody was like staring at him and he goes, not yet. Yeah. And they all clearly like immediately understand. <laughs> Awkward. And he's just like, let's go. Let's go already. Like uh, poor Rand, despite the men following, he felt alone. Despite the power, he felt empty. No. Still team Rand. Still team Rand. I don't know. It looks in. Still team it's, Rand. I really do feel so bad for him and have so much empathy and like like yeah i see i I see where you're coming from buddy like i see we get it we We get get why you're acting the way that you're acting totally everything unlike a bunch of other people in this book everything you're doing makes sense yeah so Hopwell Mm -hmm. and rand are gonna have a conversation um but no right now he's just sort of like awkward and quiet well, Rand says to him, what you learned was good news. Right. Like you did well. And this is where we find out that Rand does know about the Shanshan, which we were not sure about. Wait, when that's last... later though, right? That's like when they're in with Torville or whatever. No, it's right here. Oh, no. I see. I see. I see. I see. Sorry. I got mixed up. Yeah. Yes. So, so yeah. So like, because rem- remember last time we were like Fayil and Perrin, they're like, she's like, Rand knows. And we were like, does he? But he does. But he, he does. Because like, so Hopwell is like very quiet and like da 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 and like mm-hmm. Rand is like staring at him because he's a kid he's like 16 right yeah. um and then he says the like Sanchan thing uh and Rand is like are you mad that you had to kill or like are, are you upset that you had to kill women mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. um wait 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 I just right? want to rewind for one second to note sure. that Rand is using the Ashaman as his own spy network yes he's using the Ashaman around him as his own spy network, like separate from what Tame has them doing. Yeah. Which I was like so proud. I was like, yes, buddy. Yes, like finally. Yes. Use the, tame the tools stuff is you like, have. The tame stuff is so nerve-wracking. It's so nerve-wracking. So every time. Oh my like God. every time in Ashaman is every time Deshiva's on page, I'm like, something's oh. gonna happen. Well, something- and then every time a new Ashaman shows up and it's like, I have a message from Tame, and you're like, Do you? <laughs> what are you doing? What is it? What is uh, it? Is it a but dagger? Yeah, is it a dagger? Uh, okay, so yes, but yeah, Rand as like Hopwell is not saying anything, mm-hmm. um, and that's when Rand asks, "Are you upset because you had to kill women?" Because Hopwell encountered the Shanshan, including the Domain and Marathon, yeah. and so he had to fight uh, Domain and Saldam. Excuse me. And we get more of like Rand's preoccupation with all the women who have died because uh-huh. of actions he's taken, including terrible people. Who should not be on this list, but nope. okay, guilt complex, I guess. Yeah. Um, he does at least like acknowledge, like, I've killed a lot of men too, but it's yeah. the women. Yeah. At least there's like acknowledgement. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is more than we've had before. Mm-hmm. And so he says, you know, I've I've told I told you about them. Like if you hadn't killed them, it's mm-hmm. it's funny because he's saying to 
Hopwell, I think what we think when he's thinking about yes, these people. Yes, if you hadn't right? killed them, they would have killed you. They would have killed you. Yeah. Um, it's like, I doubt they even knew how to shield you. Like, you didn't have a choice. Yeah. And Hopwell's clearly, like, very impacted by this because he's yeah. like, I burned everyone and then I, I killed it. Yeah, like, he's... It's bad. He's, he's freaked <laughs> out, which is like, and Rand's like, well, yeah, he's going to have to get used to it. Because we're um, in a war. Yeah. So they've arrived at the, uh, well, they, they come across a scout. Mm-hmm. This was an interesting back and forth, I thought, because it didn't really go how I thought it was going to go. I, I, I like actually honestly don't even remember what happened here. Well, because so he has this like back and forth with this guy um, where the, it's like this like bowman, right? Mm-hmm. Who's like, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> Basically, this is like, the dragon is, reborn. Yeah, they're like, this is the dragon reborn, lord of the morning and king of Ilion, like Neil. Mm. And that guy's like, that guy's the dragon reborn <laughs> and the lord of the morning. And then I was waiting for Rand to like do the thing to show, and he yeah. does. He like makes his voice loud. He uses mm. the power or whatever, and is like, "Hey, lay down your arms. Um, you can come with us. We'll forget that you went against me, but if you leave, you cannot leave armed because mm-hmm. we won't have bandits here." Right. And they are like, "What about the dragon's horn? Like, what yeah. about all this violence? You want us to be unprotected? That's mm-hmm. interesting for a new leader of Ilian yeah. to say, right?" Right. What about the aisle? Like, like, what are we supposed to do? Yeah, yeah the because the Shido are all mm-hmm. over the freaking continent now. Yep. Um, and Rand's like, they're not, they're not even mine. Mine are hunting right. down those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy's this Bowman is like, yeah, if you are who you say you are, <laughs> dude, killing you. What are you doing? Yeah, and Rand is like. Well, fuck you then. And you have until midday to decide and like it. runs away. Because it was like, I really thought it was just going to be like, that guy would be like, oh yeah, totally. Like the Taveran thing would take over. But and no, so he like faces was... off Rand. It's pretty awesome. You're right. It's it is great. Because awesome. <laughs> yeah, then Rand has to be like, it is me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> oh, it like did make me laugh really hard. <sighs> Um, so he's like, you have until midday, like turns around, <laughs> right. runs off on his horse and he lets go of the power. Mm-hmm. And then the minute he lets yeah. go, he like sees double the world tilts. Ooh. And he's like, well, that was a recent problem. Hopefully it's not that sickness that killed men who can channel, but it never lasted more than a few minutes. And I was like, oh, buddy, it's this so is bad. not good. It's not good. It's not good. So then he starts thinking through this conversation. He's like, why are the Shido everywhere? Like, did Samael, like, Mm -hmm. do this just to fuck me over? Maybe. It's like, the answer is yes. The answer is yes, right? He did. The answer is yes. But he's just, like, sort of going through the, like, all the things. He's like, is it Samael? Is it, like... Mm Uh, did the white was the white tower involved? Right. Like, right. Would they never give him peace? Aww. And it's like, whoo, that trauma's coming out. Yep. Yeah. So then he goes back to the rest of the party and gives them the instructions. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, see that they don't slip off. Uh, I'll be in my tent. Yeah. And then he goes off, and he's he is steel. Yes. <laughs> He was steel. Uh, then we get to chapter 14, a message from the Mahal. Um, 
And we sort of, so it starts off where he's like going through the camp. We got like more of this like walking through camp description that we have to get every 17 pages. Oh my God, why? The series apparently. So many camps, so but many What camps. I do appreciate is we see sort of like evolution a little bit and and Rand thinking about the people who are following him <laughs> and this we- notion of, like we've seen it a little bit, you know, right? Of like, they might they're following him for whatever reason and he doesn't care as long as they follow him but like just being like yeah some people are doing it for like glory or whatever and they probably don't even believe the dark one is coming mm. and i'm like everyone in the world is stupid <laughs> <laughs> i did appreciate this line where he says any of them might betray him but not while the others were there yes. to watch Old hatreds and new dislikes would bring betrayal of any plot before the betrayer stopped to think. For the people who are like around the tent because he has guards who are like from all three sects. Yeah, he's pitting them against each other. He's doing politics well. Mm -hmm. He's good at it. He's good at it. He's gotten good at it. Um, So yeah, he finds out that like Torval is in his tent, right? Mm -hmm. In the whatchamacallit tent Mm -hmm. Um, because he sees Flynn and he... Like, Rand trusts Flynn more than most because Flynn had, is the old man who, like, saved his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Torval was sent by the Mahal. He's in the council tent, and Narishma is watching because mm-hmm. Rand is like, no black, like, no black tower Ashaman should ever be left alone. Which is a good call. Which is a good call. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love this, like, he wasn't happy to hear you'd raised all of us yeah. now. Or raised all of us. And Rand says, wasn't he now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's awesome. Yep. Um, and then we get more of him doubting this Lucerne stuff, which I'm not here for. But no. also more colors. Um, more mm-hmm. feelings of somebody about to touch him from behind. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, if, well, did it start before the wound? I can't remember if it started before the dagger wound the colors thing Thane. yeah when did that happen i was like 17 books ago was we're it? only on book eight no it was, it was... The last book that oh you mean in happening. the this the new the new wound. this new colors thing the yeah colors yeah, yeah. Thing? The, new... the colors did thing, it... i think happened before it did happen before i think okay. so yeah because I vaguely remember talking about it. I do remember talking about it. I just don't remember when. All right. So Torval has been examining the maps that Rand has. And Rand does not like this man. Because no. he's arrogant. He does not like him. And he's annoying. And he is annoying. He yeah, comes he, off as annoying. He is written very annoying. And like Narishma is like watching him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he's like, oh, congratulations on your conquest. Like, why isn't there any wine to celebrate? It's like, oh, <laughs> you're so annoying. Yeah. And Rand's just like, why are you here? Right. <laughs> like, what do you want? And he's like, oh, I have a letter from the Mahale for you. Right. So um, he's concerned about the Aes Sedai and Mirandi with an army, which we know are Egwene's. Mm-hmm. And Rand's like, they're going to Camelon. They're not dealing with you. Like, leave right. it alone unless I say something. Yeah. Torval's like, well, how do you know? How yeah. do you know not a threat? Uh-huh. And Rand gets mad, which is yep. fair. Fair. Yep. Like, he's like, just because I said so. Right. Because I said so. Because I said so. Yeah. Um, and he he's like, if I need to make myself clear, I can come back and do that. Which and is Torval's pretty. Like, he is like. No, 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 no. I will say Rand's intense as hell in this section. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> like, 
when they talk about the beheading of the deserters and he was like good yeah i was like wait we're like you're like approving this like you're like he should be doing more beheading but he he gives us the explanation immediately right so it it makes sense yeah um and he is at least he's like the like uh Torvald's like, oh, no, 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 you don't need to come. But Rand is like, he's afraid of Mazer and Tame. Mm-hmm. He's not afraid of me. Yeah. Like, he's, that's, and he's at least, I just feel like we're building towards something extremely Oh, I know. Something ugly. intense is going to happen. And so sure. he's like, you go where I say. Mm-hmm. Like, this, you are my, he calls them, like, weapons. He's like, mm-hmm. you are my weapon, and I will decide where to direct you. Yep. Um, yeah. And Narishma, there's this great moment where, like, Torvald's like uncomfortable with that and like Hopwell and Deshiva are kind of like ha 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 mm-hmm. and then he says Narishma was not enjoying Torvald's discomfort discomfort though or paying attention he looked at Rand without blinking as though he sensed deep currents that the rest missed mm. I was like oh Narishma what's when, going on there stressful <laughs> it is so stressful which one of them is going to betray him oh, I don't know any and all it could happen um, so a bunch of servants come in with refreshments and wine and like snacks um and and rand Rand is reading this letter letter. from tame which cracked me up that like tame refuses to like give rand a like a dress there's like no greeting (laughs) it's like stupid petty petty (laughs) yeah so it's basically about numbers Mm -hmm. essentially where they're like um a bunch of there are there are a lot of Ashaman. There are a lot of Ashaman. There's like basically about four hundred ish, a little over four hundred. Yes. Um, between the soldiers and the dedicated. Mm-hmm. And he's like, there have been some deserters. There are like fifty recruiting parties mm-hmm. in the field. It's like basically it's a very jargony like email or email. <laughs> it's like an email that's like <laughs> I'm doing great, boss. Right. Here's but my like, staff. I'm going to take credit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the bottom, it says, I have harvested that blackberry bush myself, a small bush and thorny, but a surprising number of berries for the size. So he went somewhere mm-hmm. to recruit. I was like, is that the two rivers? Because remember how oh, the I said I found I bet it all was. the girls who could channel. I bet it was the two rivers. Because he says, Rand Grimace putting the blackberry bush out of his mind. What had to be done had to be done. Mm-hmm. The whole world paid a price for his existence. And it must be the two rivers. Right? Oh, that's be. so sad. I know. I know. Oh, my my heart. Yeah. Um. And so he gets a little bit thoughtful about like how would this deal with the Isis mm-hmm. die? They were more like he's like, but the newest sister has like decades of experience. Yeah. You know, against the Ashaman who are like babies. Right. And then Rand asked Torval like, okay, so how many deserters? Mm-hmm. Like, what is actually happening? Yeah. Um. And 19, mm-hmm. and this is where Ta- like Mazer and Tam has ordered them killed when they're found, mm-hmm. and they hang the heads. And Rand is like, good, because that is what should be happening, because they need to set an example. Mm-hmm. We can't have, like, people running around who have been a part of this. Like, that's not how it works. Yeah. Um, And then it's like, how many losses in training, which mm-hmm. is various reasons of men channeling. And it's yeah. 50? 51. 51. 13 Oof. burn out, 28 dead where they stood, and the rest of them, the Mahale, poisons them to put them out of their misery. Ugh. Yeah. It's pretty bleak conversation. It is extremely bleak. This whole and section he- is extremely bleak. <laughs> it really is. Um, because they basically were like, the sums were easy. One man in 10 destroyed, one man in 50 mad, and more surely to come. 
And Rand's like, this isn't great. No. Like, no. And then he gets mad because one of the servants, who's like the head servant, I, I presume, has been listening. And she, like, feels bad for them. Like, she feels yeah, compassion. Yeah, there's pity. And yeah. he gets upset because he's he like, no, I have to be hard. Right. Like, steal. Yep. <laughs> yep. He's got, like, Christian Bale's Batman voice on. <laughs> he does. Leave us. <laughs> ah! So then he starts talking to them about the Shanchen. He's like, okay, they're going to move from Abu Dhar. They're going to come to Iliad. Well, Fedwin, Fedwin, Morin, Fedwin Moore comes in, which is another oh, right. Ackerman, right? That's right. That's and right. he's, like, this intense kid, apparently. Yes. Uh, yes. And he is the one who comes right. in. He's like, the Sunshine are coming in. He's, like, freaking out. They're going to go. They're going to leave Abu Dhar. Right. They're going to come against Ilian. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rand's like, God damn it. Yeah. And we Torval so is like, oh, really? Like, Torval's like, oh, so you could read minds? <laughs> oh. Torval's such an ass. Torval sucks. And so, the worst. I like this Fedwin guy. I don't think yeah, I've yeah. met him before, but I, no. he's like, uh, mm, let mm-hmm. me explain to you. Mm-hmm, my um, and so we get a bunch of like, they're putting numbers here and they're taking yeah. the mountains and they're doing this and that. Yeah. And they have carts. Um, and Rand is like, I told you to stay low. Right. Like, and he's like, I did. I just like gossiped and I like mm-hmm. didn't ask a bunch of questions. I let them talk to me. Mm-hmm. And then we get a moment of Rand being like, You did a good job, kid. Yeah. Yeah. It was it's nice. cute. It was nice. Um, and then he's like, But it, it, this is important. Like right. Torvald, idiot. Yeah. Why <laughs> this is it important? important? Because it means they're mobilizing their army and they're bringing their own supplies, which means mm-hmm. they'll be harder to defeat. Like, obviously, dummy. Yep. Um, and and we get this whole thing about how the Shanshan, once they are in control, I know, like organize everything so that trade comes back, people are fed, the roads are safe. Like they make it, it is, better. Well, well, quote, better quote, in quotes. Yeah, I was just gonna better say it's the classic like. I deserve to rule because I know how things should go. Right. And if you stand in my way, I will destroy you with prejudice. Mm-hmm. And oh, don't you see, if only you would do it my way, you would be happier. Yes. Which is like clearly not true because the Shanshan are a fucking travesty and an abomination. Yes. But yes. like they're also good at organizing. Yes. So. All true things and awful. I just... <sighs> Ugh, I hate, I hate them the so term. Much. I know. I hate it. <laughs> I hate them. Um, so... we're only gonna get more of them too. We're just gets just gonna get more and more. Uh, so we get a little bit more of like Rand, like trying to think about what does that mean if they're coming. Uh-huh. Like, when will they be in Ilian? What should they right. do? And then Fedwin's like, oh, by the way, there is something else. <laughs> There's some kind of Aes Sedai weapon, and he tells Rand about the re- the results of uh Elaine's. Yes. Weave being exploded broken. weave yeah the exploded weave although they don't know that's no. why no. um but the interesting thing is he is like the satan was weird there yes. which must be a result of the, yeah, bowl. the bowl because we heard from all of the women how they mm-hmm. could still feel sadar floating yeah. through the air so like, satan, for like days afterwards yeah so satan was for sure doing the same thing yeah. but he was like it was weird it didn't do what i wanted sometimes it did yeah. something else and he's like it's true i'm not mad um mm-hmm. and they're all freaking out because yeah. they're like, what does that mean? Mm. Um, and Rand's like, who knows what's possible? Like, okay. I don't do you. Right. 
And then everyone's like freaking out. And so he's like, listen, don't worry about it to Fedwin. He's like, I promise you, like, you're going to make it to the last battle with me. And it's nice that we get to still see, like, as much as Rand internally is like, I have to be hard. I have Mm -hmm. to be hard. You see him, like he, Robert Jordan, I think, makes sure to show us these moments where he can't be that. No, he has to be a human. And he is. He is still a human. Yep. Oof. Yeah. And then um, he's thinking, he's like, he might be next, though. He might be yeah. next. But then he's and, thinking about, like, what could we do if Satan was cleansed? Yeah. And he and would get this whole thing. Where he's thinking about Fel, who was the philosopher who got ripped mm-hmm. apart by a gray man. And Rand is wondering, like, did Fel get killed? Because he might have puzzled out the riddle of how to cleanse Because he says, Satan. the yeah. riddle stated sound principles in both high philosophy and natural philosophy. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows what that means? Yeah. Yeah, and Rand has a hint, he has a guess, it could be disastrous, and he's, like, thinking all this stuff, and then Torval responds, and he's like, oh, shit, I said all that out loud. He's like, I hope I didn't give away any secrets. And everybody's like, you're gonna cleanse Satan, amazing. <laughs> Please do that immediately. <laughs> well, he wouldn't have a problem with Mazerm Tame, like, the loyalty <laughs> split, if Rand managed Truth. to cleanse Truth. Satan, yep. hopefully. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Um, so then everybody goes off to do their thing. He sends Narishma on a secret message. Mm-hmm. A, a secret, secret errand mission. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Because he's like, don't tell anyone and don't fail me. And Narishma's like, I won't fail. Ooh, and then Luz Theron comes back. Yeah, Luz Theron. Is... Very like, this was so interesting. In, in terms of like, there's no, it doesn't seem like there was a trigger. There's no like huge announcement it just sort of like happens mm. yep because he just starts talking torval is so awful <laughs> i don't think so he's like no it literally is in any event now you have to kill torval he's awful. he just hates torval <laughs> it's torval so much torval was what it took to get under loose torval is the bane of the return. dragon yeah. <laughs> oh that's funny all right Ooh. uh so yeah um that's that. He's just like, it's another chapter that ends with Rand laughing. I mean, he loves to do that so he much. He loves Jordan to does. do that. Jordan loves to leave us with Land raff- laughing maniacally and other people coming in and being like, being what like, the fuck? <laughs> Losing bad. it. Yeah. Uh, okay, then we get to Egwene. Egwene chapters. Which are so, again, so good, I think, in terms of like Egwene stuff and like... Yes. We get to see her being competent. She yes. has a goal. It's funny, like, Egwene so rarely ever feels incompetent. Like, she's sort yeah. of like Matt, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of, like, I think, like, Rand, like, 80% of the time. But, like, Matt and Egwene, from a certain point on, like, he just knows yeah. how to write them well. It's true. There were some moments with Egwene that I feel like we hit the same notes over and over for a minute, like when she was with the Isle and fighting with Nynaeve. Yes. There was some. Well, yeah, I, that's what yeah. I mean. From a certain point yes, on, yes, yeah, like from the minute I feel like she well, became the Amerlin. Well, I was just gonna say she separated from Nynaeve and Elaine, and she has her own mm-hmm. plan and goal and like mm-hmm. place. Yeah, and so she gets to be this person who, yeah. even when she's making wrong decisions, mm-hmm. even when she's making decisions we know that are not yeah. ideal, we understand why she's making them. Yeah, and they're not like out of character or mm-hmm. they're not obnoxious. Like it's yeah, no, I agree. Um, there's uh, definitely a lot of bloat in here, though. 
Yes. So she's waking up from from a dream. And the unique thing here is that there are parts of her dream she's not remembering, mm-hmm. which is new and not good. Not and good. it makes her uneasy. But there are pieces that she does remember. So we have Perrin and Tinker, which must be... Um, Oh my god. Aram. Aram. Thank you. I was like, I was like, Aaron is not the right name. Who she's Aram. met, side note, but I guess she doesn't recognize him. Did, well, does she know she does just say a tinker, so it could just be yeah, it doesn't necessarily someone with a face. Specifically, yeah. Um hacking their way through brambles, like they don't know that there's a cliff just ahead, which makes me nervous now for what Perrin and Aram are doing. I mean nothing behind. Good. Yep. Um, then you have Matt weighing two eyes to die on a huge set of balance scales and on his decision, like the world. Yeah. <laughs> like all her dreams about Matt were pale and full of pain. And Yikes. I'm like, where is he, Robert yes, Jordan? Serious. Why are you doing he? this to us? And she's like, she's so afraid for him. She feels terrible that he was and left behind. Like, and not to mention poor old Tom Marilyn. Is yeah. Tom okay? We don't know. We do not know. We don't I'm know if so Julian worried. is okay. We don't know if Olver is okay. Just kidding. <laughs> don't. One person I don't care about. Uh, okay. So then she hears voices and Halima is arguing with Suin outside the tent. I, I am have so thought. stressed out about this Halima. Situation. I have a thought about Halima. That okay, I tell wanna... me. In, well, in a second. I'll okay. get there in a second. Um, yeah, so she, Halima is arguing with Suan because Suan wants to come see uh, Egwene, even though it's the middle of the night. And Halima's like, don't you understand how her head hurts? And of course, we know that yeah. Halima is not who she says she is. Mm-hmm. Um, but Egwene gets up and she's sort of like, I'll talk to her. Like, mm-hmm. go to bed. Right. Like, but now we know that Halima is sleeping in yeah. Egwene's tents. Horrifying. I, I mean, hate. Horrifying. I hate it. And she's like, like so nerve wracking. Yeah. She like goes to her cot in the corner and is like, and staring is like, at yeah, them, watching. So Egwene is like, Ugh. I guess we better go somewhere else. But she keeps saying Halima has like an innocent curiosity yes. about things. Yeah. And I'm like, Egwene has Egwene. this whole concept of Halima that is wildly Fully incorrect false. yeah i mean um, just bananas it's it's ugh. and it's interesting because Egwene generally has a good read on yeah. most situations but of course this is one where she wouldn't because it's this person is like helping her with a pain mm-hmm. and is like the only person who can like fix these headaches so like i just really believe helene is also causing them oh for me. sure like there's there's something there's no like way. the fact that Egwene's dreaming is now messed up has no, to be holy has to be right has to be um and so they like go outside it's like freezing cold yes it's snowing everything's frozen and Egwene's basically like okay what's up but hopefully it's not another revelation like the kin yeah (laughs) that you should have (laughs) told me already (laughs) she's like sorry I just I know too much and we have a short amount of time that I'm trying to figure out what's important to tell you and what isn't important to tell you and I didn't know that would be important (laughs) right (laughs) which is fair which is fair um but it turned oh we do have a moment of like so i'm being like i don't think you should let halima sleep in your tent Mm -hmm. but then she ruins it by being like also she'd probably be entertaining a soldier in there right like i feel like if she hadn't said that last bit Egwene could have had a reasonable conversation about Mm -hmm. it but then she had to slut shame yeah um, uh, but the reason that uh, Suin has come is because Gareth Bryan is waiting in Egwene's study. Mm-hmm. Um, we do get a moment of like 
Egwene thinking about what Elaine had told her in Teleran Riode and being like, like all of these things that are happening that are like adding stress onto Egwene's shoulders mm-hmm. and what she can like tell people and what she can't tell people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she goes to see Gareth Brine. There's a lot of like comparison to other Amarwins in this section. Yes, so like, much. Just so constant much. name dropping. You could um, be like this or you could be like this, but don't end up like this. Person. Like all like, the time. Okay. All we right. get it. And yeah. there's a lot of like Egwene and Gareth Bryan trust yes. stuff. Yeah. Because Gareth Bryan has like clearly he is like with Egwene. He has mm-hmm. made that choice, but he she's not telling him everything because she doesn't mm-hmm. know how much she can trust him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, even though she does trust in him, she she says like she trusts him almost as much as like Suen and Leanne or Nynaeve and Elaine, but he's mm-hmm. just not there yet. Right. Um and Leanne and- is watching outside the tent to make mm-hmm. sure nobody else sneaks up on them. Yes. And so we find out that these like there are these Endoran lords and and Meridian? Mirandi. Mirandi. Yeah. Um, lords who have a amassed an army. Mm-hmm. And this, like, the politics of this was like a little confusing to me. Yeah, I was like, I don't fully understand what's no. going on. I did not either. Like, it's like a combination of Mirandians and Andorans, and they are in Mirandi approaching the Andor border. Yes. But there's this whole thing about how Egwene wants to set up a meeting without anyone knowing. Yeah. To force the issue that she will be there. And she wants Gareth Brine to, like, handle it without mm-hmm. telling anyone. She doesn't want the hall to find out. Right. And she doesn't want to start a fight. Like, she wants to talk to them. Mm-hmm. And she, like, is having this whole conversation with Gareth Brine about, like, okay, so if we keep moving where would we go where would they go like where's the best place for us to be mm-hmm. etc but what i was like so she does this and she basically gets him to agree and mm-hmm. she's like how fast can it happen i would have the meeting tomorrow if i can mm-hmm. and he's like i don't know if i can do it that fast but we'll see yeah and he says i will do what i can and then she says, as simple as that, the first step down a road that would see her on the Amaryllin seat in Tarvalin or else deliver her firmly into the grasp of the hall, but nothing left to decide except whether it was Amanda or Lelaine who told her what to do. Uh-huh. And it was just a little confusing to me because this all, it felt like happenstance that this, like, she didn't know that the army was there. Well, like, how, like is she like, just she has a secret plan now. Egwene is yes. now the one with the secret plan. Yes. And we're getting all of these notes, these like asides from her about like how like she had been waiting for this. She'd been hoping yeah. for this. She had tried to engineer it so that it happened like this. So like she was counting on having a giant army would provoke somebody into oh, coming I see, out. I see, I see. And so now that that's finally happened, she's like is putting put her secret into plan into place. I see, but we I just see, don't know what any of this is about. We have I no see. idea what any of this is. Okay. Yeah. Um so he says that and she's like great and then she kind of asks as an aside like so how much time do you think your men will need to recover once we get near Tarvalon to actually mount an attack? Right. Um and Gareth Bryan is like 
well, I think Elena will probably attack the second she knows we're around. Like, right. you know, she's increased the tower guard to 50,000 men, which mm-hmm. Egwene is like, cool. The hall yeah. didn't tell me. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Um, and she's like, I guess you're probably right. There's probably not going to be any time for rest when we get to Tarvalin. But he says 10 days, but a month would be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it is sort of a thing of like she is acknowledging the work that his men are doing and what they might need and what that she's thinking about it. I thought think? I she was as because this comes back. She was digging for information for her. Oh, yeah, 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 yes. yeah. But I think it's both like it's showing. Yes, she's got like, a very real grasp of like exactly what's going on. Yeah. Um, And so he's like, OK, I'm going to go do this thing, I guess. Mm hmm. Um, it's just and then okay I will say like then she and Suen have this like mm-hmm. amazing conversation about the yes. oaths yes. right yeah because Suen has not taken the oaths and so Suen can still lie no even... Suen has not retaken the oaths Re- that's and what I mean went away when she was still yeah. exactly um and, and Egwene, Egwene is like taken and Egwene has not taken the oaths but Egwene is like isn't that amazing like don't you find it so much better that you can lie right. like not that you should right but, I do but she's like but i see easier. you lying like i see you doing it and, and she's Suen initially like Egwene says this thing like i'm gonna free us from the three o's and Suen's like no no and but that's I why Egwene is like but you're lying all the time mm-hmm. and Suen's like no but and this is where this comes back about the eyes to die and like mm-hmm. why even despite their low numbers they are able to create such influence and it's because of the oaths right like as much as there's this like never trust an eyes to die, like it's all mm-hmm. in what they don't tell you. It's true that this is why because they won't come in to like raise your country to the ground. They won't come in to like do these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says like the oaths are make us are what make us more than simply a group of women meddling in the affairs mm-hmm. of the world. Or seven groups are fifty. The oaths hold us together. Like they are what make us eyes to die, not satyr. Mm-hmm. Like I just thought it was like an interesting. Yeah. Like, it was nice to see sort of like why these women would choose to be a part of this organization Mm -hmm. that we continually seeing as awful and bureaucratic and ridiculous Mm -hmm. like giving us a perspective that makes sense yeah totally and Egwene is very like you know Suen has this line the three of us are what it is to be Aes Sedai the heart of being Mm -hmm. Aes Sedai um and then and she's like i'm not giving anything up when i take the three of us like i'm gaining something but Egwene has this nice well but Egwene has this nice moment she's like from the day she first arrived in Tarvalon, she had worked to be Aes Sedai but she'd never really thought yes. about what it was that made a woman Aes Sedai mm-hmm. yeah it's great but her biggest fear here about the odes is the Sanshan because she was like if we have to yes. wait yeah. to be attacked mm-hmm. we will all be collared yeah. and you see a little bit of that fear come out from yes. her of like yeah. she's like i'm never gonna let that happen again mm-hmm. um which is great i think because she would she would be yeah. impacted right yeah. in the same way that we see rand impacted by what he went through like Egwene is going to continually oh, yeah. like have her choices impacted by this thing she went through 100 percent um and then they have this conversation about Gareth Brine because Suen is Ugh. like, you don't have to keep him at arm's length. Like he's, you know, trying to reach out to you and trust you. Like it's killing him. And then her ring. opinion immediately gets discounted. I know. I hate what well, this is one of my least favorite bits of Egwene and Suen is Egwene being like, oh, Suen's clearly in love. I'm going to have to talk to her about this. She doesn't know how to have feelings about men. I was like, shut up. Like, Egwene, shut up. Like, shut up. 
just shut up. Shut up. It's so stupid. Um, so that happens, and I just a little less time spent on it, the better. Uh, and then she says, like, I want you to wake Bionin, Anaya, and Mirel and tell them they have to ride north inside the hour if Lord Brian expects a reply as soon as tomorrow evening time is short. Secret plan. Secret plan. She's doing secret plans. Yep. And we don't know what we don't know what. We don't, don't know, know what they are. Um, I and actually then, believe that there is a plan. This I time. agree. I'm I I'm not. That Egwene has a plan. And I believe it will be a plan that will make sense to us. Yeah. Um, then there's more thoughts about other Amerlins and who she wants to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she goes back to her tent. Yep. All right. More Egwene. Um, she wakes up. Uh, and she convenes the hall. Convenes the hall immediately. Which just means they literally stand in a circle outside where everybody else also decides to come stand. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, so everybody is just listening to this. And basically, yeah. Egwene is like, uh, okay, so I'm going to hang out here for three months. Or two. Right. No. What did she say? Two days. Not months. Yes. Two she days. Says we're going to stop for three. two days. Yes. Mm. Um, we have this whole like thing about Sherriam who likes to stand on uh formalities mm-hmm. and does the whole thing like the watcher of the seal da, 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 the ice da, the emerald seed is coming and Egwene's like i'm here okay <laughs> which is kind of funny <laughs> yeah it is it is um and then i i will say it did feel like sherian was being like a little weird like uh yeah definitely picked up on it progressively weirder throughout mm-hmm. this whole situation like definitely picked up on it because she's like oh forgive me mother but I'm surprised that we're staying here because every time I said we should leave, you just really dug in your heels. Yeah. Um, and Egwene's like, yeah, you know, just a lot of stuff's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like she's like being really like strangely, like not quite meek, but like mm-hmm. in perfect acceptance. Like the whole thing is that Sherriam is really leaning into her role mm-hmm. as the keep as the the Well, um, but there's this thing. line here. Most of the sitters who had sworn to Egwene, Shariam included, had done so out of simple fear, really, and self-preservation. Because that was the thing that happened last yeah. week, is that it's not just that she's the Emerlin, but she now has oaths of fealty yes. from a bunch of them, including Shariam, mm-hmm. because of this secret about- Which is another, like, sorry, go ahead. The secret about the ferrets, as we, you know, oh, jokingly right. called them, that, like, they sent- spies to the white tower and nobody else knows about it mm-hmm. um these odes of fealty though are like another rand parallel mm-hmm. right oh yeah 100 they've 100%. both got their like it's so aggressive like yeah. the parallels are so aggressive they're blatant they're blatant like like her horse is daishar and rand's horse is tie daishar <laughs> i didn't notice that one but you're right i like i mean i think this is why like Especially because it's so fresh in my mind. The show, the show. leads into Egwene yes. being Taveran also. And you're like, yep, that's that seems tracks. right. Seems correct. Fully tracks. Seems like it's text. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we have the Shram stuff. They're going to stay. There's a lot mm. of like, yeah, this is a very bloaty section. Oh, so bloated. There's all these descriptions of this and that. And they just weren't to obey. People and Shram wants to find more tea. And then there's the clothes and the hats. I don't know. A lot of like shortages. Like yeah. they don't have enough money. We know there's not enough money. Um, Suen's like, we'll figure it out. The tower right. always figures it out. Right. We get like some tower history. Like there was a time where there were like four Amerlins. Right. And like there were two halls. It wasn't <laughs> unlike now. Like it was right. really wild time. Mm-hmm. And then 
we get an Arangar POV for like a split second, right? As she's like staring at the army's camp or whatever. Wait, 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 wait. Did we skip? We skip. Did we skip anything important? I skipped. I'm just a lot. Okay, wait. Oh yeah, you did skip a lot. That's fine. Because it's just um, like no, there's, there, in there's her a study. lot of nothing. No, no, you're right. You're right. Okay. Is there anything? I no, I just wasn't. I like you went even faster than I usually I try know. to, which is rare for you. Like, but I agree with you. There's nothing. It was there. literally like there's nothing. No, there. I underlined like two sentences. No, no, there's and like nothing. four pages. All right, so yeah, so we get an Arangar who is Halima. That's Halima, yes, same person. Right. I was like, that's, that's Halima, right? Yeah, I yeah, do yeah, know yeah. Who, who is who at this moment. Yes. Um, so yes. So she is, she's watching uh the Gareth Bryn, Bryn's army. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I could take them, like, you know, but and then, like the eyes to die. She could destroy the lot of them. And right. even dying, they'd never know it was her. Right. But then she's like, but then I would die. And that's not what I'm about right now. Yeah. But so here's where I had this thought. Oh, yeah. And I'm probably <sighs> extremely wrong. Oh. But do you think that Halima was Asmodian? I don't know. Maybe. Because she says it was difficult now to really remember what life had been like as a man. Had she really, had she been such an easily manipulated fool then? Getting through the swarm, whatever. Um, getting through that storm with a corpse and scene had been difficult even for her, but she enjoyed the walk back. So she'd like killed somebody, obviously. Yeah, she killed and buried somebody. And I think it was, there's a reference later. They're to like, a, the maids are missing. Yeah, one of the maids is missing. I think Selame is missing. Two also. maids are missing. Oh, really? Though, Two? Right? Oh, okay. We'll get know. there. We'll but get I was there. Like, maybe it's Osmodian because who we still don't know what happened to Osmodian. We don't. It's true. I know there are other Forsaken it could be. Yeah. I but I don't know especially why. Especially her initial reaction felt more like um, one of the dudes that ran killed whose name I can't remember. Demandred? Was, who, who was no. the one? Gabriel. Robin? Who was Gabriel? Gabriel. They all that just one. run together yeah. in my head. I was like, it could have been that one. The the only the other reason I'm thinking about Asmodian is because of the Rand Egwene parallels and putting Halima in Egwene's uh, orbit in the way that Asmodian was in Rand's orbit. That's interesting. That's I mean, I would buy that. Yeah, but who knows? But who knows? Could be extremely could be anybody. incorrect. We know it's one of the male forsaken. We just don't know which one. We just don't know who. Uh, um, okay, but yeah, so Halima has like killed and buried people. Yes, at least uh, definitely one person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. So then we're back to Egwene, and Lilane comes in mm-hmm. and is like, "We need to talk about the sea folk." And I loved this aside <laughs> where she's like, "Oh God, did they learn about that terrible uh, yes. deal with Lilane?" <laughs> I, I highlighted that too. Oh, please, I hope not. And she's like, "Uh, no, okay." Oh, yeah. So first Elaine comes in and then Romanda comes right in. Um, yeah. And but because Egwene is asking the sea folk in Caitlin or in Carrion, because there's a lot of sea folk running around. And they're like, Carrion, obviously. Yeah, Romanda comes doing? in is like, yeah, right. Exactly. What is Rand doing? What is Marana doing? Like, what is happening over sorry, there? It seems that young man has been talking with the sea folk. Yeah. Because they won't call him anything but the mm-hmm. young man. Because Romanda, Romanda, sorry. Because yeah. she doesn't want to call him the dragon reborn. Yes. So funny. And then they just started, Lilane and Romanda just start arguing with each mm-hmm. other over, like, and, like, basically forgetting that 
Egwene is there, but we get sort of the Aes Sedai know what happened, sort of, with, with the, the bowl. bowl. Yeah. They're like, she says, like, none of the sisters in Ibudar had much ability in cloud dancing. Yeah. What is cloud dancing? It's weather working. Like, it's, but like, that's what I guess we're calling it now. It's a pretty name. It is a pretty name. It'd be a good name for a horse. <laughs> it would be a good name for a horse. Cloud dancer. Uh, um, okay. so yeah they just are like arguing back and forth um this is where we get them beat though that like mary is missing one of the maids mm. like chessa tells them um and elaine or oh, Egwene has all these thoughts where she's like i just have to go i just have to get through it just mm. have to keep pretending just continue to pretend to be meek yeah it's fine mm. um and she's thinking about how she's like gonna stop them from knowing what's going on and like use the dream world how she can etc mm-hmm. um because they're like you need to set up a meeting we need to talk to elaine and nynaeve and mm, 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 mm. they're very mm-hmm. annoying yeah they're, they're really really irritating they're really irritating but like nothing really nothing really happens happens other than like mary not knowing um and so Egwene is just kind of like playing her part she's definitely irritated about everything mm-hmm. but she clearly just like knows so much more than they, and they come off as looking like ridiculous because obviously of course they do they are underestimating her mm-hmm. um i will say there's this moment where they leave finally and Egwene is like mocking them a little mm-hmm. bit yeah and understandably like she's not being shitty she's like by just yeah annoyed and then robert jordan has to i actually well no i actually think it works here in terms of like to me it almost felt like because she is in this awful situation like it was like murphy's law like when it's just like it has to happen because that's how terrible her situation is Mm. it wasn't like it was like cutting her down Mm. like it wasn't like she was being aggressively competent and we he needs Uh, to like cut her down and make her look incompetent it's that like everything sucks of course her stool would fall over and break right because this is the worst and everything about it is hateful and awful right it's like when you've like ruined your day and then you stub your toe yeah yeah. right like that's it like actually really worked for me in terms of like the scene it didn't feel like a way to be like look and Egwene can't be competent because she fell off her chair right right, oh man that sucks that's yet another thing that's going wrong yeah yeah fair enough fair enough see yeah oh and salame went missing too yep yeah yeah so we have two maids missing Mm mm-hmm uh so suin and Egwene are looking through reports we get a lot we get a very brief Mm -hmm. mention of the armies out of uh candor and Mm -hmm. the from the prologue yes from the prologue atheniel the borderlanders yes the gathering of borderlanders Mm -hmm. and suin is like it sounds weird but also too weird to make up so like it could be true could be true um, and there's all these rumors about Rand and mm-hmm. what he's doing or not doing and, you know. Blah, and how they're like, no way the Aes Sedai are serving him. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that's happening. Um, and then the stuff about the Shido being Can't everywhere. Can't be that many. Can't be that many. <laughs> so then we have this moment, though, with Suan where she's like, so there's something about the hall. Mm. And Egwene's like, yeah. And she's like, there's a pattern mm. that I can't figure out. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, so tell me. And it's basically that like everyone on the hall is young except for Ramonda and Mo- Moria. Yeah. She's like, it's weird. 
this is not done. And Egwene sort of chalks it up to like things are changing and Suin right. doesn't get it. But Suin is like, no, there's something. I'm mm-hmm. going to figure it out. So now I'm like, what is that? Yeah, mean? what is it's, that about? Like with the age stuff that we were talking about earlier. Like, right. What does it mean? There's so much here, too, because in a previous POV, I can't remember who it was, they were thinking like, oh, of course they chose Egwene to be the Emerlin because she's young, she's new, and she's a figurehead, and they're like, they don't want to take the real power because they know they're going to fail, so they're setting her up to fail. Yes. Um, And it feels to me like that would be the obvious explanation, but the fact Mm. that Suin is like, there's something else going on here makes me feel like... Robert Jordan is trying to make it be something else that's yeah, not maybe. obvious, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it could be. I don't know. Other that. than that, I mean, because yeah. that makes sense. Right. Um. Then everybody comes back because they're mad because they found out about the meeting. Yes. Yeah. They're like furious. Mm-hmm. And Egwene is like more of this, like so angry, but I'm almost there. And, like, Amanda is like, you're going to let me talk for you. And Elaine is like, you're going to let me talk for you. Mm-hmm. And there are all these politic reasons why. Mm-hmm. It's like, whatever. Yeah, just pages and pages of this. It's pages and pages of them, like, minimizing her and, like, her mm-hmm. just getting, like, more and more furious. But then after they leave, because mm-hmm. they basically both are like, you need to let us speak for you. Like, we're yeah. going to do this meeting. It's going to have all the pomp and circumstance. And then you need to name one of us to speak for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and she doesn't make a decision in front of them. And then they go on their way. And Suin's like, oh, man, how did it go? And mm-hmm. Egwene is like, about as we expected. And she's smiling. Yeah. She's like, they couldn't have handed me the hall better if I had told them what to do. Right. And you're like, what is your plan? And what is your plan? What is this plan? And then... We get this like very Ooh. brief thing with Sharium. Yeah. Where she like gets to her cot and she starts immediately being tortured yes. by somebody who was like, you were supposed to keep me informed. Mm-hmm. Um, she's uh, that girl is up to something and I want to know what. Yeah. And Sharium is basically like, I've told you everything. And then mm-hmm. it's that's just it. She's like sobbing and it ends with her wishing she'd never spoken to a single sister in the hall. Yeah. Like who? What? Who is it? Who is it? Um, okay, last chapter, 17. This also so much bloat. And I want to say that bloat. it was very specifically paralleled to the interminable Nynaeve and Elaine ride to the it wasn't Kin that farm. bad. Well, it wasn't that bad. But no, he sets up these parallels because the same thing is happening with Egwene. Like people keep coming up to her. Yes, no, you're to not be, like wrong. trying to get her to do this thing. And it just goes, it's not as overdone. It's not as terrible. It's still way too long. It's way too long. It's the same dynamic. It's the same dynamic. But it's not, it's, it's not quite the same in the sense of like, because Egwene is sort of like, I think part of it is like, we don't know what's going on. Right. And one is that we, like, she's like, it's good that there are this many people. Because it's more witnesses. Mm. Like she says, like, right? Like the more people, the better somewhere. Yeah, but that's um, not the point. Like the point is how long he takes. He makes I know. I agree take. with you. It's And the long. fact that he like has people like sniping at each other to Egwene. 
Um, and this was where I highlighted, there's this line from Egwene, but if she had to wait much longer, she thought she might burst from sheer impatience. And I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, yep. same, Correct. same. Get this ride over yeah, there's with. some like weird back and forth between Suin and Sherry. That's what I'm saying. Like everybody's is... like cutting, trying to undercut each other in the same, that very was, like, similar. really weird. Because he, he talks about it like it's this long-standing thing. Yeah. That Egwene's like, I might have to step in there, but Suen wants to deal with it. Mm -hmm. This is strange. Um, Yeah, and then the Ramonda Lelaine stuff Mm -hmm. happens, and they're all mad at Gareth Bryan because clearly he is now publicly like, I am with her. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm with Egwene, essentially. Um, We find out that the other, the lords have showed up first. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Talmanus is there. And Talmanus is there. The band is on the east side. Just a couple of them. Not a ton, but and they're there. Like, How did he even know? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah. And everybody freaks out about that. Mm-hmm. Everyone freaks out, but it's like, well, all right. And they're like, Lillane and Ramonda are like yelling at Gareth Bryan, and he just keeps being like, uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> sure, whatever. Uh-huh. Ah, <laughs> uh, Gareth Bryan. Um, so when we're the... not in his POV, I quite like him. Yeah, and his we're not POVs talking about Suen. Torture, yeah, exactly. Oh, they're terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's so much description. They, like, get to the pavilion where the other lords already are, and then oh, there's, like, how here, the benches work. Blah, 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 what is everybody blah, blah, blah. wearing? Carpets. Like, there's carpets. There's I carpets. I not care about Oh, all my God. This. So much. Um, pages and pages of this nonsense. It's so long. So, but the key is they're not reacting like she's the Amaralyn. They yes. have not greeted her. They're not offering. They're not no greeting one's. anybody. They're not greeting anybody. It's yeah. like very uncomfortable. They didn't set them up chairs. There's Mm-mm. like set it up so that they would, the I said I would be lower. So that I said I brought their own benches so they'd be higher. So higher. Yeah. Um, and so then before anyone can say anything, Sherry's like, mm, and like says all of the things. Yes. She presents all the lords and then presents the, like mm-hmm. ends it with like you may present your supplications before the yeah. Amarillo seat and they basically there's no way for the lords to get any power back now yeah like the, the the situation has been set mm-hmm. um and then Egwene just starts like yeah. She basically was like, uh, perhaps they had believed they could pretend she was not the Amaralyn at all. They would learn, of course, first she had to teach the hall. Mm-hmm. And so she just kind of starts off this again. I was just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because she says, why do you bring an army against the to die? Like, you know, you shouldn't meddle. Um, and she says the thing about that sounded suitably threatening, whether or not Myrell and the others had managed to prepare her way. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, and hopefully nobody will ever find out what I had them do. And you're like, what did you have them but do? What did you have them what do? What did you have them do? I want to know. I want to know, too. I hate secret plans. So they're like, the lords are all like really pissy about Well, they're the like, we didn't situation. want to be involved. That's the mm-hmm. whole thing. Like, we're worried that it, even if we just let you pass, it'll look like we are in league with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, Egwene is like picking up on all the politics. She can see like the Mirandians mm-hmm. are uncomfortable with Andor, like the Andorians and like how they're now worried because they hadn't clearly even thought mm-hmm. about just letting them pass as being like getting themselves involved. Yeah. Um, They've heard all these rumors about Aes Sedai sneaking into Andor mm-hmm. and like putting themselves at the guards and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
And then Egwene is like, hmm, 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 let's mm-hmm. talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And she basically is like, Elaine is a usurper. I'm the Amarillan seat. She knows that the sitters are like furious behind her, mm-hmm. but she just keeps going because she's like, I have to. Like, this mm-hmm. is the job, essentially. Yeah. Yep, because and they had also been like, why don't you go deal with the Black Tower? And she's like, the Black Tower is our business and we will deal with them when we're ready. But that time is not now. I have Mm -hmm. other things to do. Yeah. So it kind of ends with this part where she's like, I understand your concerns and I will address them. And then she thinks, what was that strange call to arms that the band used? Yes, it was time to toss the dice. <laughs> so this is the important thing, right? Yes. I will give you this assurance as the Amarillan seat. For one month, we will stay here resting, and then we will leave Murindy, but we will not cross the border into Andor. Murindy will be troubled by us no more after that, and Andor will not be troubled at all, I'm certain. Or I'm certain the Mirandian lords and ladies will be happy to supply our wants in exchange for good silver. Uh, right. We will pay fair prices. So that like that's the thing. That's the big right. This thing. is the big thing that her plan is is she's gonna camp where they are and she's saying we're not we're gonna leave Mirandy, but we're not but we're going not going to, to Andor. Andor. And you're like Which well, nobody knew, well, right? The well, hall I don't know what know. it means. Yeah, nobody knows what this means. Yep. Well, Suin knows. Suin knows. Yeah, right. Suin knows. Yeah. Um, and then she says, like, everyone's like kind of freaking out. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, mark me well. I've made my decision. It is for you to accept it or face what will surely come from your failure, which mm-hmm. is an amazing line to yeah. end on. It is amazing. And they have yeah. really kind of have no choice. And they're like, OK. Yeah. And you're, yep. you'll understand if we stay to make sure. Mm hmm. Yeah. And she's like, sure, let's be friends. Because she also is like, let's hang out for a little while because she wants to talk to Tom Honest and be like, what are you doing here? Yes. Yes. And then it closes with this, you know, lines. Last night she'd been afraid she might never reach her goal, but she was halfway there, almost halfway. And it had not been nearly as difficult as she had feared. Of course, the other half remained. Like, what What is the goal? What is happening? Like, fully did not pick up on, like, whatever Egwene was putting down. No, I didn't either. I mean, I would assume that she's planning to travel the army to the White Tower, because why would you march them when you can travel them, right? Right. And we know they know traveling. So, like, like... So that's that's my guess as to how she's going to get around. Well, Gareth Bryan wanted a month. Like, Gareth Bryan wanted a month. That's what I was saying before. He wanted a month to rest. And so that's my guess is that the secret plan is they will never cross the border in Tandor because they're just going to go through a fucking portal. What does that have to do with her getting ownership of the hall? I have not a clue. Not a clue. And like, how did like Ramonda and Lelaine doing the thing aid her? Like, I also have no idea. Not a clue. Don't know. I know nothing. Um, I just realized because I have this new version of Mm. the book, the like, I have the one that's like the larger trim size with the like paintery thing yeah yeah but the painting is of elaine brigitte and avienda going up against the sunshine between the like traveling square oh that's cool it's kind of (laughs) cool i'm gonna find a bigger picture of it i just noticed it nice interesting and they actually look age appropriate instead of like like middle-aged yeah seriously (laughs) um all right i feel like that's it right yeah that's it 
Um, okay, so keep an eye out for episodes every other Wednesday. You can follow along at hashtag Tarvalin or Bust. And the next episode, we will be talking about chapters 18 through 24. A big thank you, as always, to Brian Dunn, our fellow Wheel of Time fan and musician who created the amazing intro and outro tracks for this podcast. You can find more of his work at briandunnmusic.net, and that is Brian with a Y and Dunn with two N's. And if you are enjoying the show, please do leave a review and or rating on the podcast platform of your choice. It helps other people find the show, and we really like reading them. We sure do. And where can people find you? Yes, I deleted my Twitter. I'm done. Uh, (laughs) I'm just done. But you can find, I'm back on Instagram. Uh, That's I am Jen IRL, I-A-M-J-E-N-N-I-R-L, or on Tumblr as Jen IRL. And you can also find me on Book Riot's SFF Yeah podcast, talking about science fiction and fantasy. And I am still on all social media. Uh, at Run with Skizzers, S K I Z Z E R S, mostly Tumblr, Mastodon, and Twitter these days, though also Instagram, I guess. Um, book promo, man. Gotta figure out how to keep gotta doing do it. it. And mm-hmm. gotta be places where people are. But yep. yeah, so I'm on all those places. Um, and you can officially pre order my next Spider Man book. Yeah. Spider Man's Bad Connection. I forgot the title for a second. That is the title Spider Man's Bad Connection. And, um, I was going to say the name of the anthology that I'm in in May, but I also am losing the name of that. Magic Has No Magic Borders. Magic Has No Borders is out in May and is a collection of South Asian creators retelling or sometimes not retelling myths and, and fantasy stories. It's really fun. It, and it comes out mid-May, which is also AAPI Heritage Month. So like I'm so excited about that anthology. I can't wait to read it. All right. You, I will leave links to those things in the show notes. Uh, you can also obviously find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Tarvalin or bust. And the biggest thanks to our patrons. Spencer, Jarvis, Jonathan, Bruce L, Benjamin A, The Bitter Fig, Nate M, Joanna S, James C. Druidus Cleodna, Ross J, Stevani, Joseph E, Johanna R, Christina M, Lizzie R, Kate G, Erica, Kat, Ariel, Holly B, Elizabeth M, Ryan M, Zach H, Eleanor, Justin H, Fred, Robin, Lisa D, Ian Z, Jordan Z, Greg G, Saga N, Josh S, Robert J, Ben P, G Todd, P Footy, Ross P, Tobin T, Megan, David N, Ariel B, Amy A, Michael, Linnea M, Lindsay W, Julie, Danielle G, Dan B, John A, Clara H, Carly, Brendan O, Mary, Akil A, Caroline P, Joe E, James K, Mathis, Joseph S, Ryan M, Sarah R, Helen D, Joshua M, Michael D, M. Letham, Janae H, Jennifer P, Christina G, Chaitali S, Charlie E, 
Arcade, Stephen S, James, Ruth A, Jetlag Jessica, Mandarb the girl, not the horse, David U, Meridim, Mimi K, Amanda, Mark D, Heather J, Christina M, Malia H, Keith, Sirius G, Olivia K, Joshua S, Nicholas E, Michelle S, Michelle D, Destination Toast, MJ, Kat S, Jericho W, Thomas K, Elizabeth F, Emily, Evans K, Ola J, Yulia S, Brian D. This episode is not the ending. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the Wheel of Time, but it is an ending. Bye!